said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Uh-huh. DJ Clue. Uh-huh. Yeah. Desert Storm uh-huh. style, baby. Uh-huh. Yeah. What, L-O-X, chest to chest, back to back, glock to glock, mag for mag, dope and crack is what we slang, do things you talk about, play a fuck around, get a slug in your mouth. It's a shame he could rhyme, nigga, love crime, every late night he outside with the nine, you ain't got chips. Hi, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jerk, a.k.a. Life As I See It, episode 59. Whole squad in the building once again. We got Rico Key in the building. We got C in the building. We got Gert in the building. Um, and you know, we are fresh off of the Jeezy Gucci battle. Um, everybody made their predictions, everybody thought about, you know, how they felt like it was gonna be, how it was gonna go. A lot of what we said was pretty accurate. Um, you know, Gucci pretty much was the street aggressor who kept the same energy jeezy seemed to be the guy who was like um i guess the he took the mature approach and tried to be the grown man to potentially squash the tension um but musically and overall with the whole battle it was good it was entertaining i'll start c with you first um what was your overall um, takeaway from the battle, who do you think won, et cetera? Uh, you said that um, Jeezy was mature. Um, I think he had to be mature because he was the person who tried to allegedly kill that nigga. So, I mean, then you invited him to a battle, so you kind of had to be mature about it. You couldn't have any aggression because you started it. Um, but Overall, I think Jeezy won. I didn't think that that was going to change anything. Um, it was it was very entertaining because uh, a lot of these diss records, I mean, Gucci just kept hitting them with diss after diss. It was like, because Gucci probably does have like 20 diss songs that he could play that have Jeezy's name in them. Um, and Jeezy has diss records as well. Jeezy played diss records um, that were aimed at Gucci, but they were subliminal. They didn't say his name and he did not play Stay Strapped. That would have been a different type of energy. And if he would have played Stay Strapped, to me personally, Stay Strapped is better than the truth. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm gonna say. Um, now, Key, um, what's your overall takeaway from the battle? Who do you think won, et cetera? And that shit worked out just how I thought it was gonna work out. Gucci won that. Like that whole that whole Martin Luther King shit when he tried to squash the beef because he knew shit was getting real. It's like how you gonna look at Gucci for coming how I'm coming, bitch. You put a whole hit on me and I beat your man's down. Like I'm gonna talk my shit, nigga. Like fuck that. Like so at the end of the day, I still say Gucci one. Like, musically, Gucci Gucci was Gucci got heads. He played what I. Th- what I wanted him to play, but some of them, this is like, nah, not for this track, but it, it was a point mm-hmm. to be, like, if you listen, he was talking shit in the music. It wasn't no shit like, I don't think the nations know, but niggas know, niggas know some of them diss tracks though, so. 
No, he said Jeezy's name in every diss track he played. And even if it wasn't in there, he put it in there and performed it in his face and yelled pussy after his name. This was a big platform. Finally, I can say what I got to say. And what, what, how much people was listening? Was in that shit? Um, I forgot the number. They said they said one point one point eight one on point. Apple Music. On on an Instagram live, it was what one point six. Overall, they were saying, well, they were saying overall with all of the different impressions from everybody's Instagram, from Apple, from everywhere that you could possibly see it. I think it was uh maybe five million. <laughs> Either five million or eight million, yeah, something like that. Hey, yeah, five if I got that much people, like that. I'm gonna let y'all know how I'm feeling, how I felt, and I'm gonna keep it going. Like I, I like how they ended it, but end of the day, man, Jeezy's still a bitch for all that shit, man. He got, I'm gonna fuck. Nigga, put a hit on me, bro. I defended myself. I right. put it in the music. So, Gert, the last, the uh, the last, all, you know, the question is directed to you. Last, how do you, who do you feel won, and how do you, what's your overall take on the overall battle? Gucci won, hands down, by landslide. Um, Facts. It, 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 going into the battle, everybody. If, if you didn't know that Jeezy had more commercial success than Gucci, then you was a fucking fool. That battle for them wasn't about commercial success. It was about the streets of Atlanta and who was bigger in Atlanta, who was bigger in the track. And Gucci showed that he was the bigger deal to trap music. Jeezy had... Um, you know, GZ records are bigger. So they carry a certain weight, but Gucci decided to show I'm bigger in these streets and I'm going to show everybody from the streets in the streets that you can't fuck with me. And if you want to get somewhere else, I can't wait. I can't wait for you to to even act like you want to do something because I'm comfortable in this space. And I'm going to move around comfortable in this space how I've been moving around in this space. So what's up? Uh, And it's, you know, for them, for both of them to live in Atlanta and more so and I don't know this, this is just me speculating, but more so Jeezy, it would have to be hard for Jeezy to move around the streets of Atlanta. I don't think so. If you look at... Hold on, let me ask this question. Are you saying it would be hard for him to move in, uh, through Atlanta now as a result of the, uh, the battle? No, no, no. Or just for the past period since, just always? Since, since the incident to present. Um... If, if, if you look like Jeezy shows that he has outgrown that situation. Gucci shows that he hasn't outgrown that situation. So anytime you do something, you have to be aware of what you've done. And I would imagine just looking at Gucci umbrella, G, a, a nigga knocked Jeezy off for no reason. Just to just to try to get that praise from Gucci. So why yeah. would you not think it would be hard for him to move around? Because it hasn't happened. And my thing is, what makes you think that 
knowing that history and knowing that this person tried to kill this person, he had a bounty on his head, knowing how street Gucci is, what makes you think that Gucci has not tried to do the same thing to Jeezy? It just didn't happen the way that it was supposed to happen, as close as it happened for Gucci. What makes you think that that did not happen? I'm gonna to tell him? you, but I think if he do that, he gonna be the number one suspect. Like, so it's like it don't, but it don't matter. It don't have to be him. It could have been somebody in his camp, just like the same thing that happened with Jeezy. It wasn't him. It was somebody that he was close with. So I'm just saying, if he a street dude, and if these are street rules and stuff, wouldn't that be the only thing to do is to retaliate? Nah, back? Gucci, Gucci probably won't do that himself though, man. The thing that I read is. <laughs> It gotta be hard for him to move around. Um, in so. order for you, like, I think he's comfortable. I, I think his I'd his records, like, for he's him not in going the nowhere by himself. That's not hard to move around. That's being smart because you got money and you are rich and you are a rapper. You're not a street I dude mean, right see, now. That's hard. To, that's hard to move around. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think that's hard to move around when you when you the money. You got to move like money. It's being smart. No, you don't. No, you don't. You have That's to. That's a joke. No, All you right. don't. Well, I'm just saying he chooses to live. So if you choose right. to but live. That's it. See, that's it being hard to move around. But that's, that's, but that's, that's the same point. thing that Gucci did. Gucci showed up with semi-automatics outside of his car. So you saying that that's hard for Gucci to move around to in Atlanta too? Because Gucci showed up with heavy artillery outside of his, his vehicles. So that was wrong? I'm going to tell you that. No, I it's see. not wrong. That's what I'm saying. None of that. No, no, no. look. I'm gonna tell you this, right? That was a ball. I seen bro. Puffy. I seen Puffy say, I gotta go to the bathroom. And I seen five niggas get up and walk this man to the bathroom. That's hard to move around. But that's what you should do, though, Gert. That's what I'm saying. That's cool. Like, that's fine See, with me. No, that's hard to move around. If All you right. can't do normal life activities by yourself, that's it being hard to move around. But that's to you. Kurt, let me ask you this question. You, Kurt, let me ask you this question though, because if we're talking about celebrities in general, a lot of celebrities move it's hard, in that way. That's Maybe hard for them to move around. Stars. That's I don't think so. But in the context of what in the context of what you're we saying, are speaking, and you can correct yeah. me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but in the context of what, what we were talking about, it seems like you were saying that it would be hard for Jeezy to move around in Atlanta because of all of the things that he would have to deal with from the situation that he was involved with in the streets as far as Gucci is yes. concerned. So if it's a direct correlation with that, you can't group that in together with all celebrities being a, be moving if, around a certain way because they, they, they're they famous and you can't go anywhere that's by hard yourself. To move around. Because it's not, it's not what, yeah, but it's, it's not, not the, the but it's but it's not the same. What's well, not the same context? If the you con have to have so the context is if, if you I have to have security to do normal everyday activities, that's it being hard to move around. Period. If you can't do shit by yourself, that's it being hard to move around. Period. But he just showed yeah, you that he like, has a hard okay. time moving around too. But what y'all saying? Yeah, y'all saying because because it's you're a celebrity. It's normalized. That's not normal behavior. Just because they it's not normal certain behavior, celebrities but it's normal behavior for it's it's normal behavior for those for people with money. People. And that's a target. And my thing is we don't live in Atlanta. So we don't know if Jeezy goes to the gas station by himself up the street from his auntie house by himself. Or if Jeezy is going to the hood. Crib. 
I mean, we don't we don't know what Jeezy is doing in the streets of Atlanta. You're speculating that you think that it's hard for him. And I understand that. But I'm telling you that I don't think that it is because just like I agree with you when you said that Gucci had the streets, because that was my take the last podcast that if Gucci, I mean, if Gucci keeps a streak, he could win. I said that. But the problem is, is that you had a whole movement with, with, with Jeezy. Jeezy was worldwide. You couldn't even wear the snowman shirts in my school. You couldn't even wear a trap or die shirt. Jeezy had a movement. So I don't think that Atlanta, it was hard for him to move around where he was birthing this movement, where they heard the music, where he was like, I went to Magic City. It started my career. I don't think that it was that hard for him because one, not to say it like that, he's still alive. If it was that hard for him, he would like shit would have happened. Still being alive means he took heed, he took heed to the situation and adjusted his lifestyle. Just because smart. he's still alive. Exactly. That's smart. But that so when I say hard to move around, how Gucci went to that nigga birthday party, that's Gucci being comfortable in Atlanta. Uh, you ain't see Jeezy go to Gucci birthday party. That's what I mean by it. it when you can go where you want, when you want, and do what you want. But they've been in the clubs energy. together at the same when you time. Have to, but see, when you have to adjust your life to anything, that's it being hard to move around. That's not, though, because he's been... It, right, I well, get well, what well, you're well, trying well, to say. Can... Don't get me wrong. I, I completely understand it. But they've been in the same place at the same time. And I'm pretty sure he's known that Gucci was going to be there. And he's no. gone. I, I would disagree. I think I them being in I, the, I think them being in the same place at the same time was Gucci putting himself in Jeezy's area, not Jeezy putting himself in Gucci's area. I can't say that because I, I don't can know. agree with that. I I don't know, but I would agree with that assumption. But let me just say this so we can just put this part of the conversation to bed. It's a dude from Atlanta. He was on Joey's podcast. I guess he's connected to some both sides. He's 21 Savage Manager. He was fine. 21 Savage Manager. He was saying that Jeezy isn't really from Atlanta. And he was explaining the politics of how Atlanta is. He was saying, Gucci, we know Gucci's from Zone 6. It's an actual zone in Atlanta. It's the hood, whatever, whatever, whatever. Gucci, he was saying that he hung around the more popular parts of Atlanta and he is from the area, so to speak, and he put on for Atlanta. So niggas accepted him as one of Atlanta's kids, Jeezy. but he doesn't necessarily have no, a Jeezy. But, Gucci. Yeah, Jeezy. But he doesn't. Jeezy. No. Oh, I but you, you say, he said Gucci, around. but he meant Jeezy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my bad. All right. If I said Gucci, I meant Jeezy. Um, yeah. If G um, Jeezy wasn't really from, you know, anywhere in particular, but they accepted him as one of the kings because he put on for Atlanta, so on and so forth. Whereas when Gucci was saying like, yo, my hood is from around, the, uh, from up the street. I don't know where his hood, that was saying like, yo, yeah, he rep Atlanta, but where's his hood? Where's his block? Where's he, you know, where he really be at? What block is he, is he shouting out? T.I. shouts out Bankhead. You know what I mean? Gucci shouts out Zone 6. Um, Jeezy says Atlanta. So, to the point of Gucci being more comfortable in the streets, that's without question. I don't think anybody would argue that. And him moving around the way that he does, I would agree that he moves around a lot more comfortably because he is a lot more connected to the streets. Whereas Jeezy, being someone from the area, 
being somebody who made it and made it big, he has sort of removed himself from the actual everyday street shit because of his celebrity and maybe because he's not from any particular hood per se. So that would lend more to Gert's point of it being difficult for him to move around, especially after what happened between his camp and Gucci's camp. So if I had to choose on which side to agree more on, I would agree more on your side, Gert. But I just only disagree with the small part about it being connected to all celebrities moving around, um, you know, with security, this, that, and the third. You don't think his ultimate pass was meet you, like being around? Nah, that had a lot I, to do I, I with believe Jesus. No, that had a lot to do with That's it. why I think they you had to accept it because Meech was down there fucking shit up. Yeah. Like, but I believe yeah. Jeezy, Jeezy, when you're in the streets, you're afforded certain luxuries when you got money, right? Like, like niggas said Alpo. If you look at Alpo, right? They said everybody hated Alpo, but to a lot of niggas, he was worth more alive than dead he was letting them birds fly you know what i'm saying so when, when when you're in a position in the streets people will keep you alive because they benefit off you you know what i'm saying so i i i would say jeezy would be afforded that luxury because he was getting money but when, when you getting money you can move different but comfortable is comfortable like money don't mean you gotta have security. That's a choice you take. It's, yeah. it's billionaires who, the, the, the fucking, there's Kennedys who take the train in and out of Manhattan every day. And niggas ain't bigger, rap niggas ain't bigger than the Kennedys. Yeah, but they're more visual and you have to understand our culture. Our culture is not, no white person is gonna shoot a Kennedy to get street cred or to take his shit or nobody is beefing. The Kennedys but it's not and the about, Bushes but see, are not beefing. Like that's just how that's see, going it's not about, happen. it's not about, it's not about street cred though. It's about safety. It is about safety, only, but well, I'm just saying. So what I'm saying, but, but to Gert's point though, right? Presidents or family members of presidents are obviously way bigger than any rapper or entertainer. And so their celebrity, their, their, their celebrity of who they are and even what they're worth is much more than any of these entertainers. And if they aren't moving with security because they still run the risk of, they might not be killing them or doing harming them for street cred, but they might do it for recognition. They might do it just because they, you know, whatever. It's a multitude of reasons why somebody could want to hurt somebody else. It's not just for street cred. So yeah, it's a different circumstance, but I'm saying that, they don't fear, they don't fear it because they're comfortable, you know, That's moving not, around by themselves. No, I, I disagree with that, but we're gonna go on a rabbit hole with this. I'm not, I can't, cause I, I just disagree. Cause it's, it's a different but culture. My, it's a different my, thing. My point, like, because you are- See, my whole black. point is when you have go to, ahead. when you have to acquire other entities for you to move around, then it's uncomfortable. If you have to pay for security, that's you being uncomfortable. Security is to provide comfort for you, period. So- Yeah, 
And I get that, but I'm not saying, I don't, we don't know. What, what I'm trying to say is we do not know. We're not from Atlanta. We're not moving around in Atlanta. We do not know the particulars of what are happening. We just are speculating. And I'm speculating that, yeah, this is a bigger celebrity. This is a bigger star. Okay, he has enemies. This, this guy, this guy that has street cred, this guy that is in the streets, has people that are willing to kill for him. So why not move with the security so that you that's can live point, to see, see another day? I totally get what you're saying. I, that's why I said I get what you're saying, but I look at it a different way. I don't, it's not that I don't understand. Fine. I just look at it from a different lens. That's fine. We could move on. We could move on. That's, that's, that's cool. But kind of, kind of circling a little bit back to just the battle and everything before the battle leading up to the battle, we know that Jeezy was planning on dropping and he has since dropped his new album, Recession 2. He came out with a song before the uh, battle, a couple days before the battle called Therapy to My Soul. And in that song, he was addressing 50, or he addressed 50 and he addressed Freddie Gibbs. Now, Jeezy and Freddie Gibbs, Jeezy and Freddie Gibbs have history dating back to the CTE days. And there are, you know, different uh, speculations as to, or there are different sides to the story. Um, one side of the story is Freddie Gibbs was basically saying that um, Jeezy was like hating on him. And to sum it all up, he was hating and that kind of led to them not really rocking with each other anymore. So Freddie Gibbs broke off to do his own thing. Jeezy is saying, look, I couldn't really trust you because, you know, you know, it was different things that happened and you made yourself untrustworthy. So based on him speaking on his name in the newest record, Therapy for My Soul, Freddie Gibbs has since responded, basically, in my opinion, trying to expose Jeezy for not being as real and authentic as he claims to be. Um, he's saying how he saw with his own eyes BMF niggas, um, you know, put him in the chokehold and put him in the headlock. He's, you know, basically highlighted different things to kind of speak to say, okay, well, Jeezy, if you're this thorough guy, then how is it that all of these the things crazy. you've allowed to happen to yourself? So, so Key, I'm gonna start with you. Like, how do you feel about, cause I feel like he's gonna have to answer for Freddie Gibbs, even though he's choosing to avoid it. Do you think he's gonna be able to avoid it? Or do you think that at some point in time, Freddie Gibbs is going to put so much pressure on him to where he's going to force him? To it's going. It's um. Well, Freddie Gibbs been on his ass for a while, though. And he was like, "Yo, he doing it for he." There was like Freddie doing it for clout. I'm like, <clears throat> Freddie was doing dropping albums and all that, but still speaking on it piece by piece. But Jeezy wasn't saying nothing. So now Jeezy responding back to it and putting it on on wax is like, oh yeah, now 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 I'm on your radar. And I don't, I'm a th I think he gonna wait for 50 to kick on his ass to hit him with the, the double, like me and him on your ass now. Cause he said what he said in the car before the battle. Mm -hmm. And it's just making it worse. Cause I don't, well, I ain't pick up on nothing that Freddie said anything after the battle. Cause he was already saying, nigga, you ain't gonna do nothing. And he popped your man. So I think he gonna wait for 50 to kick on his ass. And then you feel me? Let it be double trouble. And then I'm like, what the fuck is he gonna do? Cause Jeezy taking the higher, the higher route. You can't. Now it's three people you got a problem with. So now, Gert, what are you? What are your thoughts on the whole? I, you may not be as versed in the Freddie Gibbs beef, this and the third, but based on just the recent stuff, 
um, Freddie Gates talking, Jeezy speaking his name. How do you think that's going to play out? Jeezy, I think Jeezy did that for fucking album sales. Um, he that I think that was a marketing plan to draw attention to the album. That was. Where uh, I don't think he's vested in that. And, and I think it worked, to, to, to add to my point. I think it worked because that song drew my interest to the album. So, C, how do you feel that um, with the situation between Jeezy and Freddie Gibbs, how do you feel that whole thing is going to play out? I feel like this is a Jizzle hating pocket. Everybody hates <laughs> <What>? young Jizzle <laughs> from the bottom of the back. Jizzle. <laughs> Who said anything hate- hateful? <laughs> Y'all hating on my man, man. I nobody, don't even like this. But you nobody can't ban the snowman. Remember all. that. Remember, you cannot ban snow. Big snow. Anyway, I think, I think we all the weather, big snow. The weatherman said it's a it's a light chance of snow. That's all I gotta say. But wait, see, where would you get we don't <laughs> fuck with Jeezy at? I'm just saying, y'all saying my man is a punk. He waiting for 50. He waiting for this person. Like, he ain't waiting. All I'm going to say is, is that when um, I heard, I was not, okay. Let me just say this. Um, I have not heard recent Jeezy, okay? Because I really don't subscribe to recent Jeezy. I like it when he was taking us back to 05, because that's when I was really into it. Um kind of like around 13, 15 is when I like cut Jeezy off. Um, but as far as like trying to like, you know, like go after an album and listen to an album, I really wasn't interested. But when I heard that single, it made me feel like, all right, this is the old Jeezy I want to listen to. Um, I like the context. And Freddie Gibbs has been talking about Jeezy since they split. He's been saying stuff about Jeezy every time he's been on the track and it's been a sneak diss or it's, it's been his name. So I felt like Jeezy responded, so what? And then even with the 50 Cent thing, 50 Cent was the one who started it. And I felt like he addressed it the way that he wanted to address it. 50 was the one who um, put up the picture of him on a jet or something. And he was like, dag, um, Meech's brother, I think his name was T, he came home and you ain't done nothing for him or something like that. And so that's why he addressed him like that. And so I feel that it was warranted. He hadn't said nothing this whole entire time. And so why you wait till your album come out to say something? Because he wanted to, because he can do that. That was nasty. I like this, I like the beat. You like the album? The whole song was good. I did not listen to the album yet. No. (laughs) I have time. You ain't played a jizzle? You ain't played a jizzle? I ain't played Jizzle. It was too much music. I told you I don't go searching for Jizzle. I heard the song. The song makes you, me want to You know why? Because Gucci dropped that 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 bonus pack he dropped over all the music. So hey, I didn't uh, listen to Gucci. I didn't listen to that either. You should listen to it. 745, Truth, all that. Yo. Should answer that. <laughs> I'm good. Well, I think that on the 50 topic, 50, we spoke about it before. He's a marketing genius. 50 always is promoting something. And I think that by 50 saying what he said about the duel from BMF coming home, 50 has a whole documentary or series about BMF coming out. Allegedly. So it's, um, Allegedly. it's in production. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I'm with Gert, so, allegedly. <laughs> I, no, I yeah. think it's coming out. 
I, I thought it, I thought out. I thought it was a go though. Uh, it's gonna come out with no, me it is a go. That ain't never coming out. Yeah, <laughs> nah, it, 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 it is. It was coming out for the past fifteen years. <laughs> yes. Shit, they started. Uh, they started thinking that shit was coming out when uh Gucci and Jeezy start beefing. That's how long that shit been coming out. I thought it was real. <laughs> Twenty years. Nah, 20 15, years, 15, buddy. 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, buddy. 15. 15. It's your turn. It's your 15, turn. 15, buddy. It's your turn to play music. Gucci know the exact date. Right. Yeah. yeah, he got PTSD, 15, yo. Like, come on, man. That nigga Jerry's Jerry's hopeful for that shit, though. That nigga Jerry's said, Yeah, that nigga Jerry said, nah, it's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> he got I hope. believe it's coming out. <laughs> I believe it's coming yeah, that nigga got mad <laughs> hope in that shit. Nigga said, yeah, nah, it's coming nah, out. Nah, Nick Cannon gonna it shoot that shit. Out. That shit ain't coming out. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Nick Cannon shoot everything <laughs> niggas ain't supposed to do. <laughs> That shit is not coming out, Jerz. I don't mean to bust your bubble, dog. But for life, fuck with for life. Yo, yo, for, for life is done, that right? BMF shit. Nah, for life just came hey, yo, back. That BMF shit is coming out with detox. <laughs> nah, I think it's coming out. I think it's coming out next year. That's my prediction. My prediction is that you got wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah. Word. So let it look. Let the record show. I'm saying this. I'm saying this Thanksgiving of 20 years later. So let the record I show. I think it's coming out yeah. when Beach come home because half of the okay. stuff that they're going to talk about, he got to be home to talk about. Well, now nah, I don't know if y'all familiar with the nigga uh, Dexo, but he said he owned the rights to the BMF shit and that shit ain't coming out. Mm. Mm. Okay. So is it going to be like, right. but you know you can make something that's not really called that, but it'd be loosely based off of that. Yeah, but they wouldn't be able to use none of the people from BMF's name. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's what you said. And they wouldn't be able said. to say BMF. That's fine. That's what you said. You could call it CMG. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Crash. <laughs> Be, you, could, you could call it BBM. Yeah. That's, that's you know, CMG is your Gotti game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> He yeah. said trash. You could, call it shit, you, could, you could call it shit VBS. Hey, yo, y'all ever heard the nigga Black Youngster talking about dog shit as pussy rat entertainment? Yes. That's hilarious. P-R-E. I can't. That, that's too dangerous. I don't. Well, look, right on the, on the topic, on the topic, kind of like, I wouldn't call it rap beef, but just on the topic of, you know, keeping it hip hop. Um, I uh Van Lathan has a podcast. Van Lathan had Fredro Star and somebody else on there. I don't know who the other guest was, but there was a clip that came out where um they were speaking about Royce the five nine, <laughs> and um you know Royce responded to the clip. Now the clip basically. Fredro was talking about the allegory, which was the name of Royce's last album. He was calling Royce like a smart nerd rapper. He said, I'm not call, I'm not saying that he's not street, but he's like nerd rap. And at, after that, he put more sauce on it and basically, you know, was kind of like jokingly talking about Royce and, 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 and all of that. Royce heard it. Royce responded. And um, I actually wanted to play... I actually want to play the, the, the Royce clip. So this is what Royce had to say. Hey, Fredro, my brother, come here for a sec. Let me start by saying I have nothing but the sincerest admiration for your legacy and what you've contributed to the culture. 
Um, anytime that I ever speak about you in that regard, I'm always going to make sure that it comes across clear and concise that it's respect to where there's nothing that you even would have to think about. Another thing I want to clear up with you, I never had a problem being called a nerd or backpacker. That never was a trigger for me. I never thought that a hip hop nigga, a lyricist was like the juxtaposed version of a street nigga. I never thought the street niggas were the opposite. I never looked at that like that. Maybe it's just because I come from Detroit, but it's also one thing that I've never done. I've never done. And if you follow me, then you know, you never seen me play with niggas and you never seen niggas play with me. I don't let niggas play with me. I never let niggas play with me. You know what I'm saying? What I don't like to do is I don't like to play games. There's too much going on in the world right now. Like it's a very serious time and I'm happy for y'all. If y'all in a happy place, you and that other nigga. If y'all in a happy place, I'm cool. I'm, I'm glad for y'all. Van Lathan is my man. That's who I identify with as my man on that show. Uh, I, it was an honor and a privilege to go on tour with y'all back in the day. And um, I appreciate you calling me your man. But I would be remiss to not be completely transparent with you right now, legend, and let you know I am not your man. And I have no desire whatsoever to build any sort of relationship with you moving forward, just so we clear. So there's no reason for you to ever fucking play with me again. I don't play. I don't like to play. Save that playing shit for a nigga that you playing with that's playing with you back. And I won't come fuck over you. And I'm not going to say it again, Fredro Star. You keep being a legend. And I'm going to keep doing what the fuck I do. The next time you mention me, you mention me and you give me the compliments or whatever you want to give me. And you leave all that extra shit out of it. Because it's something to come with that. So... Gert, based on Royce's response to Fred Rostar, um, what'd you think about that? I liked it. I, I appreciate uh, when people try to set the record straight. I think it's pretty cool. Um, I don't think it was necessary, but I like when uh, ignorant shit happens. So. <laughs> Do you think that we have the right to say what's necessary and what's not necessary as it pertains to how somebody feels? No, not at all. Like, who gives a fuck about my opinion? It's just my opinion. Right. <laughs> or, I'm only saying my opinion. You asked me, nigga. Or, <laughs> nah, I'm just saying. Nah, I'm, I'm just joking. saying. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, what, what, what did you think about the Royce response? I did say the same thing. I said I thought it was unnecessary just because, I mean, and you're right. We don't have the, um, we shouldn't say what's necessary and what's not necessary. But I'm just saying, um, he never really, like, dissed him. Like, he never said that he wasn't a great rapper. He said he fucked with him. I just think that Royce probably just had a problem with Fredro. Like, he always had a problem with him. Like, he just was waiting for the time to say something. He was like, this is my time. And I'm going to just let it out. And so that's what I thought that was um, for some reason. But I, um, that's, that's what it felt like to me. You know, like when somebody says something small and it's not really like shade, but it's not really a compliment. It's like in the middle. And, but he said, but I fuck with Royce. He was like, I fuck with Royce. He was like, but I never knew what that word was. It wasn't nothing to get offensive by. He didn't say like, I don't like his rhyming style or something like that, or like something that would be deemed disrespectful. I didn't think what he said was disrespectful to me, but um, I, I like Royce's energy. I always like it. Checkmate. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like, that was like a very articulate, like, response to Fredro. I like what Royce has been doing just recently. I, I said that before, like, um, you know, he's a lot more visible in terms of doing interviews and just speaking on social media. And I like it because, you know, I don't think anybody has ever really questioned Royce's like authenticity or realness or anything like that. And in fact, he has a reputation for spazzing and, you know, wilding on niggas. So I think the mature Royce is, yeah, he's mature, but he's still on it. Like at any given moment, let the record be be very clear. This is what it is. This is how I feel. So I, I liked it too. I can appreciate that. Um, pretty much what Gert said, like when people set the record straight, I I, I definitely appreciate that shit. Um, but was he, the record like, what you, set what, straight? Uh, from his perspective, yes, because he said, "Don't ever play with me. I'm not for play. Don't speak my name unless <laughs> it's in the highest regard." Like, and you know, what I'm saying you're a legend, so just be legendary in your your area over there. When it comes to me, if it's not with respect, then it's going to be a different type of situation. So that's him setting the record straight, letting it be very clear. Like, look, it can be whatever you want, but I'm just telling you, don't let this shit happen again. So it's a sunning, it's it's a sunning, but it also, it was done, I feel like the best way you could possibly articulate this shit. This shit was great. I loved it. Um, Key, did you have any thoughts on like how Royce responded to Fredro? Hell no, that, that was absolutely correct for me. Niggas laughing about me at a table, like, bitch, what you thought you this was? Like, he did, he, For the another record, one, he did exactly, he did exactly what I thought. Smoke. This is not even a question. Like, <laughs> well, yo, yo, no man should be laughing about you. Like, oh, he a nerd rapper. <laughs> bitch, like, what are you talking about? I'm a nerd rapper. Like, yo, that was crazy disrespectful, yo. Like, that was crazy. Oh, like, what you think that so, nigga though? called Sticky Fingers the other guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yo, son, 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 I loved it. He, I loved it. What I call him a nerdy, he he got the look, but it's like, yo, that's my little brother. Don't sleep on him. He'd throw your ass up in the air, type. You feel me? You right? think Royce well, got the look? But of he's a nerd? not a nerd, though. No, it's they, they getting the glasses fucked up. Like he looked like a intelligent, he like an intelligent nigga. Shouts to Tragedy Gaddafi, the intelligent hoodlum. It's like that. It's like it's like that that type no, it's of. No, not. <laughs> but I don't think the glasses no, are, no, are listen, the problem. Listen, no, he got explain. like a reborn, a little reborn look. Like I, I was a street dude, but I just, I started getting into like. He started looking the higher education. Right. He looked like <laughs> he looked like a prison reform, like not, <laughs> <laughs> not, not like that. Yo. <laughs> Girl, let me tell you what I mean. Not in the literal sense, because no, not in the literal sense. But we know that he's smart. We know that he's intelligent. We know that he's a, a wordsmith, a lyricist. So you have to be intelligent to be able to fucking put your shit together that way. But we also know that he's from Detroit, a real place, and he's never not been good. You know what I'm saying? Not, however you look at it, he's always been considered his line. Royce is solid. So that's the hoodlum part of it. Not literal in the literal sense, but I was just making the connection of somebody who is intelligent, but still street, for lack of a better word. That's what I meant. I I didn't understand. It sounded, it made it sound like he was, 
What's the dude named Fredro? It sound made it sound like he was stupid. Yeah, he was did like he. I don't honest? know. It's did, did you fuck with honesty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, he's still yeah. in that pocket. Like, he, yeah, he's never left that yeah. pocket. So, so he the so he the type of try. So, <laughs> so he the type that's going to try you. That's MOP, but yeah, so, so, more or less. So y'all think it's over? <laughs> For Alex, yes. No, I'm talking about with this whole situation going back and forth. Yeah, he won't respond. I, I don't think he'll respond back because he shouldn't nothing. respond. But they, they so was it? So, they, so it was um, bait. It was bait. They niggas to uh have a conversation behind the scenes or in person with Royce over that. I don't think that's gonna happen though. I don't. But think I don't it, know if Royce. Do you think Royce is open to a conversation? No, no. What I'm saying is, them ain't niggas that. Royce can just say that and they okay with that. Nah, I don't think that either. Cause they be ready to get right, that right. You talking about you talking about <laughs> you talking about both of the two dudes that was they laughing? Cut, no, no, no. Uh, about, nah, you talking about fingers. Yeah, the whole oh. Sticky fingers and Federal Star's cousin. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. But they not they them, them niggas is niggas that uh you would like to believe is active out here. Uh, you know they old, so I ain't gonna say they super active. They retired, but nah, but they're not tolerating disrespect either. Like my, like you're a man at That's the end of said. the day, so you're not going to tolerate disrespect from another man. But I but just didn't will. think that it was. But I mean, yeah, that was nasty disrespect, though. It what wasn't was to me. I don't think neither nah. one of them was disrespectful. I, me, I, I, nah, that was you call you said I'm a nerd rapper, but it wasn't mm-hmm. with. It, was, it wasn't with malice. Yeah, it wasn't with malice. He was just oh hell no, not like it wasn't. Hell no. Not it's a lot of Jer- Jers. You know how Nick. You know how people talk. It was like I'm gonna say, but I ain't gonna say it. I'm gonna laugh, nah, bro. I I, I, get, I can okay. finish. I can finish it. I can that fill in the blank. I can fill in the blank. It was slick enough. It was real slick enough. It was slick enough to where it you can take it that way. You can take it that way. So that's why I'm not rad. I'm not no. Uh, it so, was very clear to me. But look, we 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 have to be accountable, right? Every time somebody mentions you, yes, you're a diss. Every uh, time somebody says you didn't, no, that's true. It's true. That's so, why, so, so that wasn't a diss. Yeah, I, I I don't think it was. I don't think mm-hmm. we have now. It was a slight. I think it, I think it was. I think I think I put it like this. I think it could be taken as a slight, and I think that by Royce it taking no it that up. way and responding. Yeah, and responding that way, and it definitely wasn't a big up. And by Royce responding that way, I think it was warranted because it was enough there for somebody to respond that way. That. That's what I think. I don't think he overreacted. I get that. I don't think he overreacted. If you are, if you can take it either way, then it could be a diss. I see that. No, but I, it, in it, the nah. so if, if we go back and look at the Joe Button King Low shit, right? Joe Button was giving King Low's praise, and King Low's took it as a diss. That he was saying yeah, that's bad. he's an alien rapper and he's that good, but his album ain't fucking with Kendrick Lamar shit. But and it's different because Joey's no, voice. No, it's not different. It's no, because Joey's voice and Joey's affliction, and sometimes when Joey says things are a little bit more animated than what Fred Rose Star did on that. It has nothing to do with my intent. My intent wasn't to diss you. 
No, I'm not saying it's you know, I said his infliction on, on his voice yeah, and what me... he says. Like, cause Joey be like, no way, well, Joey, 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 that shit ain't bigger than Kendrick's though. <laughs> like that shit. That shit is something that you can say, oh, nigga tried to play me. Like, what the fuck? Like, no, you don't know my see, pen? That's, that's my like, point that's... of what I'm saying. My point of what I'm saying is. But that's different than Fredro, Gert. No, 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 no. We are the same thing. No, hold on, hold on. Laugh at, laugh at. <laughs> I'm just saying that's different than Fredro, Gert, because you know, Fredro wasn't saying it. I, I get what they're saying. He was, he was saying it in just. To whereas though we are saying that we wouldn't have reacted the way that that um that Royce would have reacted, we felt like it was unnecessary at the at that time. Not to say that he couldn't react that way, but what I'm saying is when Joey critiques people, sometimes you can feel that shade. It's different than it just being bypassed. It's more so of an affliction of the voice. It's the tone. It's the presence. It's the sarcasm. He does a little bit more than what Fredro did. That's but all I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is nasty. as a person, right? <laughs> so I, I, I heard the nigga uh, Gilbert Arena say one day, his son came in the car crying, right? And he was like, yo, the coach yelled at me. He said, I asked my son, well, what did the coach say? He said, I wasn't working hard enough. Well, the nigga was right. Like, you have to remove the tone, like we all humans, right? So you have to remove the tone and what people talk with and listen to what the fuck they actually saying. Like if if he's right with what he's saying, so no matter what tone Joe Button says, Kendrick Lamar album is better than King Los's album in, doesn't take away from the fact of if that's, it, it, you know, one, that's his opinion, but if that's a wide fucking opinion that most people agree on, you can't get bent out of shape just because of the tone a nigga say something. Yes, it's, I can. Well, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I can. I'm saying yeah, as a could. man, as a man, I try not to do that. I try to you try and get actually <laughs> try. <laughs> nigga get nigga get you like yo, this nigga talking real too. Uh, you can hear yeah. that shit, like exactly. You try to be like, We are human because we are yes. human, and so we try to keep our emotions in check as men. But sometimes it gets no, the best of us, and that so happens. I, I don't know. It's the same thing, girl. But I look, get look, what y'all saying. But me, if if the tone, if you're saying something screaming to me, and you're right, I'm gonna say lower your tone. That don't yeah, have nothing to do with tone. Hell no, that's the same shit we was talking about with the relaxed shit we was talking yes. about. Yeah, that's no, the same. No. Don't tell me the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, don't tell me to lower my tone. Yo. Don't tell me to lower my tone. Being polite, being polite, being polite. So like I said, certain people is like I said, dog. I listen and Mike run up on y'all. I I lead with peace. Lower your tone and be leading with peace. You can't. No, you that's can't. your opinion. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. First of all, what we're doing is you're not doing so much generalization. You're going with your no, opinion. No, no, no. Because what I'm saying. No, listen. Is, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. We're saying that King Los in the Joe Button situation, Joey said you're an alien rapper, but your albums ain't fucking with Kendrick Lamar's albums and and the likes of Kendrick Lamar. 
King Lowe's took offense to that because he felt like he should understand as rappers how hard it is and all of this thing. So he but it's true. attached emotionally. He's attached emotionally to what he's saying, right? Now, if we're talking about success-wise, it's not question. Joey is correct. But if we're talking about body of work, it's subjective. So I may think this album is better, than, and you may think that album is better. We are both right if we actually appreciate whatever the artist has to offer. So it's not a question on whether it's bigger, because that can be proven by numbers. Mm -hmm. But if we're talking about opinion, then we all have the right to our opinion. And if I offended you and I didn't mean to based on my intent, then I have no 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 problem apologizing. Exactly. Kurt, what you're saying is if you if you're somebody who's saying something loud and it's correct, you have to take the tone out of it and listen to the words that are being said. I'm saying however, me. it's me. I do that. I, right. That's yeah. what I'm that's what that's what you gotta make clear because you can't say you in the plural you, you gotta more so say me because that's not necessarily true. Cause I may feel a type of way if you say something to me a certain way. Mm -hmm. right. and, and that's, but that's emotion. Yes. It doesn't matter what it is. We're not saying yeah. that it's not. We're not saying that it's not. I'm just saying for you, you try to remove the emotion. Right. Now, trying means it's an attempt. So mm -hmm. you are not perfect. <laughs> so that means you're not, you don't have a hundred percent success rate on all of your attempts. So therefore, it might I be do. a particular situation. And no, 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 I got a hundred percent success rate with this, though. Really? I got a hundred percent. All right, fuck success it. Rate. Fuck it. I'm nah, not. You that's crazy. You your neck. He's stunting. He rubbed his neck. Nah, his I ain't long. got no hundred percent success rate. Yeah. Uh, That's that bullshit. I got goes... a couple losses, dreams and losses over here. Cause I got a couple. <laughs> it, it, you it, yell I... at my if if a young girl scream at my mom or somebody scream at my daughter or a girl scream at my man is going down. Like I'm not about to. It ain't here. gonna be no. Hey, yeah. hey, can you please not talk your to voice, that your way? Voice I don't appreciate your that. Voice you guys. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> Something's Wait, happening. So your voice on your voice on Meek Mills and somebody disrespect your mom. I'm gonna say it's not, yo. Hey, come on. No, I'm gonna say on, yo. Guys. You gotta get you physical. You meeking right now, and I'm gonna need you to hold that that statement. I like I I don't get emotional over. So you responded back to the Meek Mo Meek Mill voice. I'm gonna say yo. You meeking. You gotta get physical. Yep. Nah, not me. I lead with peace. You don't yeah, you know, like. I'm gonna hit you with a so, hit so, your ass with a two piece. So I'm gonna tell you with me, right? <laughs> with me, not to the moms. If I am passionate <laughs> about what I'm talking about, my voice tends to raise. That's mm -hmm. not intentional. Right. I agree. So if you I, say I'm to me, you. "Beloved, you're talking loud. Please lower your tone." I'm I'm listening to you. But your tone is a little, I, I don't take offense to that. You're right. You know why? That's a different category. It is a different category. That's a different category. You talk with emotion. You're an emotional we, person or you're a passionate speaker. So you understand already how other passionate right. speakers are. So you're not going to take it that way just off of that. That's different. That's different than. You don't like it, nigga, already. It's different when you don't like a nigga already, uh, and you but that is cool. different. Still, it is different with that it is too. Different, but, but your I words feel is like basier, yo. When you like, are 
from up north because we used to seeing like my friends like Jersey and them they be screaming at each other and they just be talking regular conversation if a regular person is looking at them they like yo you better get in between this they about to fight I'm like no they're just talking like that's how they express themselves like even when people listen to Joey's podcast for example and he's saying stuff and he's getting loud he's getting loud to, to so people can hear his point He's not getting loud because that's how he feels about the situation. He could care yeah. less. Like, so that's what I kind of hate about people when they be like, oh my God, his veins were popping out. Because niggas is talking over him and they acting stupid, acting like they can't understand his point. I get it. So that's just an up north thing because I do it too. I like scream and do all of that. But your veins pop out? Sometimes. <laughs> you know, my forehead. We all got the ball I got going through my forehead. It's like a real strong one too. <laughs> like yeah, the Joe Butters vein is crazy. But I was just saying, oh, like man. that's just your affliction in your voice. That's not what you're saying. What you're saying in your affliction in your voice is everything. You could say, "Yo, see, shut the fuck up," or you could say, "Yo, see, shut the fuck up." Like, and that's going to. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be OD. like that's all we're saying it's just your tone like you know what so you look real real quick last last point about like the rap stuff right so alright speaking of verses we know verses started in quarantine it was some shit to do we had a whole bunch of artists that was you know battling back and forth on Instagram live verses has grown since then and become this big thing it's corporate now. You have Apple involved. You have um, Ciroc involved. You have Network. You have Network, which is like a sneaker app and stuff, and they're selling like merchandise and stuff. So they're involved along with Instagram. I don't even know what the business is that they have with Instagram, but all of these entities are involved and people are getting paid. Now, when I say people, I'm not necessarily talking about artists, but for sure, Swiss and Tim Timberland are receiving some type of monetary gain for all of this shit. They got an LLC versus is a company now, and they're both the owners of the versus brand. So, so Gert, hold on, hold on real quick. Uh, so Gert brought up a question and he said, now that we know that versus is big business, first and foremost, Gucci said some time ago, he's not going to do versus unless they pay him a million dollars. Now, we Thanks. already talked about Gucci's character. We already talked about the type of nigga that he is. So do we really think that Gucci did it and didn't get any money? I personally don't think that he did it and didn't get any money. So if that's the case, if that's the case, Gert posed the question, is it now proper business for Swiss and Timberland to retroactively go back and say, okay, we were doing this for the love of the game before, it was free and nobody was getting paid. But now that money is involved, you know what? I'm going to break you off a little something since we're getting money. Key, I'm going to start with you first. Do you think that Timberland and, and, and Swiss are responsible for doing that? Do you think they should do that as far as it's, it's considered to be good business? Or do you think, well, fuck it. This is how it grew organically and we're here now. So the people, if moving forward, they get paid, so be it. But the old people shouldn't be mad. What's your thing? What's your thoughts? Um, it's kind of foul for the people that started in the beginning. If we think they didn't get paid before, but now I think everybody should get paid. That's a free concert. People watch but it from all think, over. Well, the question is, do you think 
they should go back and hold down the niggas that missed the bag. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think they need to get paid or something. So, I think they need to get paid because it was all about yo before what I what I was thinking. Your music is gonna get replay value and you're gonna get paid off your streams, but now you getting paid really from being on the show. I'm like, they should get paid some of the people that was on there. Now it made me think about why Ross is beasting, like, yo, I mean, I want to get back on there because you know he he a one-stop shop. So he's gonna get paid from all over the place because he's gonna promote everything. So I was like, but so you know I mean? just so now, I'm clear. Now he went round two. Just so I'm just so I'm clear. You do think that, say for example, T-Pain and Lil John went against each other however many months ago. Do you think they should go back and break them off some money because they had done it in the past? Or do you think everybody moving forward should get paid if they are, in fact, paying people? Everybody got to get paid, yo. Everybody got to okay, get paid. Okay, all right. You're going to burn cool. bridges. See, see what, is, what is your take on, on, on this? I think that everybody should have been getting some type of something in the beginning because first of all, no, you have to what, see that's not what the question is. Well, I'm about to answer it. I'm leading up to the question. If you let me finish. My fault. Damn. My cut fault. off. <laughs> Damn, cut off. You, Mr. I, I, Mr. Cut off. Yeah, it's like, hard out here. Cause I try to lead up to my answers and he's like, nah, like nah, 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 was nah, nah I, I caught it too though. It looked Dad, like where you Fred was going was not where we was. Yeah, Fredro. <laughs> I didn't want you yeah, I didn't want you driving down the fucking one way, the opposite way. I wasn't going to go there. I have a lead up. I have a build up. All right. I respect, respect. Go for the three points. I promise I answered the question. Um, All right, proceed. What I would say, shall I proceed? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> anyway, I was saying, I felt like people should have got paid for their time in the beginning. Um, because at the end of the day, these are celebrities. These are people. You are entertaining us during the quarantine. I felt like that should have already, there should have already been some incentive besides your streams just going up. There should have been something there for these people because at the end of the day, it was publicized and people were tuning in to watch these people. So I do believe now that you are getting some, you are like getting some form of monitor, uh, Monetization. Allegedly, or, too, because not, none of this is allegedly, proven, we're just assuming. You are monetizing this platform, allegedly. Um, I feel that you should go back and give people who have been on the platform, who have made, because each versus gets bigger. I Like, each each time people tune in, it's bigger and bigger, depending on who the people people are. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. But it, yeah. but it is, though. Respect. Depending on who the people... Yeah. Depending on who the people are, they, it do it does get bigger. Like, yeah. Yeah. Most, most, time, most times it got well, bigger. Because, All of them did, but most I see some of them numbers bigger. go down. Like, no, oh, shit. Let's say that. It depends on what, when day it is. It depends on what time it is. And it depends on who it is. So you have those factors and you have to factor in like what's going on. Like, but for the most part, the numbers go up. And what I'm saying is, is that they should go back and they should give the people who have done it before, they should give them their recognition and they should sprinkle some money. Some funds. Yeah. 
So, but okay, but after so, this, they said after the verses, they said Jeezy bought a three million dollar Ferrari. So I'm like, yo, niggas gotta be getting paid. Like that, that's what kind of picture they painted, though. But you know, you be getting your news from other outlets. No, 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 no. I saw that. No, that, that, I, that I saw that. I, it, it was up in the air. It was, it was up in the air. <laughs> it was like, three million after the verses. I'm like, yeah, niggas got crazy. I'm just the 6. So, so yo, see, so I'm legit. I'm, so, I'm legit. <laughs> PBS. Your journalism sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Your journalism skills. <laughs> Yo, it be there before it, it get hot. You like, damn, he said that. He did say that. It be like all so about all about the dough.com or some ghetto stuff like that. Like it don't even have no website. Yo, you got you gotta start little. You gotta start little, man. You gotta start little. So check right. this out, right? I like to liken all of this to Hip hop itself. Did you right? ask Gert? Because uh, I didn't ask Gert. No. Ahead, oh, pardon you me. You go first. I, I I like to liken all of this to hip hop itself, um, because we know you know hip hop started out in the park, right? So it was for the love. It was for the love of rhyming. It was for the love of you know the culture and all of those things. And then slowly but surely, certain artists. Well, you know, certain artists started to get signed to labels and then they started going on tour and they started getting merch and you got your LL Cool J's and all of these different things to where we leave the 80s and now all of this money is being infused into rap in the 90s. And you got niggas like Hov saying, I'm overcharging niggas for what they did to the Cold Crush because Cold Crush Brothers are one of the originators who started this, but they didn't get no money. They didn't pay, they didn't get paid. So I liken verses to the same thing. Starts organically, now the money's involved. Um, so do we think that Cold Crush Brothers and, and Furious Five and all of these different people should be and should have already gotten money because they weren't getting it like they like they're giving it out now? So you 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 you're looking at it different. You you you're looking at labels versus friendships, right? So and to answer your question, yes, Cold Crush Brothers and all of them niggas should be retroactively paid. But speaking on the verses, it's not like niggas signed to the label. Like, niggas did this shit out of love. We doing it, love, because we fuck with you. Right? Mm -hmm. And now you're getting paid for this. Yeah. I don't step out my house unless I'm getting a check cut. Yes. I did it. I, I waved that off the strength of you being my man because you said this ain't about money. It's for the for the culture. Mm -hmm. Now bags is being thrown around. I if want you, one. If you fuck with me, not even not even me wanting one, but just off of I show love to you when it wasn't nothing. You should double back and show love to me just off the muscle. To me, that's good business. Like it, 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 it don't, and it don't even got to be a bag. So we, we kind of uh, look at money a certain way, but it might be, yo, I'm going to hit you with a beat just off the muscle. Like, and that's on the arm because you, you got my shit popping when my shit wasn't popping. It could be fucking, you got something and I'm going to show up to you off the arm just because of how you was there for me. It, 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 it don't necessarily always have to be in the dollar amount, but I think good business is retroactively compensating if 
you know, shit goes unexpected of how unexpected than what you thought it would be. Okay. Um, to your last point, I think that I agree with that. I agree that whatever form of the lookout, I feel like there should be some sort of lookout. Um, so like you said, I mean, they both producers and, you know, I'll, maybe they won't executive produce the whole album, but they'll give them two or three free beats or whatever the case may be. I, I, I could agree with that because in that instance, it is about relationships and hip hop and just our culture in general is more relationship based than it is monetarily based. But like, I don't, we all I don't feel get that to- though. Cause like, what about if I what don't, don't want to make feel? no song no more? What about if I'm not rapping no yeah. more? I just want what money. About the, yeah, what about the music not. fail? I, um, I agree with you like putting them in a position or whatever, but like say for instance, like I don't need your, like your, your production. I want the monetary value so I can decide what I want to do with that. I can put that in a trust for my family. I can put that in a trust for my child. Like, you know, like I can do different things with that. Give me the option of saying, hey, I can do this for you or I can do that for you. Yeah, you put me on a platform and you made me like because at the end of the day, they are celebrating artists, but one artist comes out on top. You, you choose between one artist, one producer or whoever, and you say, this person won that. So you are essentially going back, most people, to that one person's catalog. Some people do. Some people don't go through each person's. So I would, because I am blessed in that, that way to get money as a whole, I would sprinkle some down to the people who didn't get it before. That's all I'm saying. And give them the chance to decide what they want to do. If they say, nah, you hold that. Just give me a beat when, whenever I need a beat on my next album. That's their choice. Give them the choice to say that or, or the choice to decline it. Don't just not give them that. But question, right? How you break, how you, I, I, I'm with the money situation, but then again, it's like how you break up the money situation when you have top dogs battling off the rip and they be like, ah, we're going to trick, we're going to, we gonna go back and pay him. You, you got baby face. What you give? What you give baby face? Money you, wise. But you you give them something. You're not gonna give them what they would give for a concert. But you give them something. I mean, maybe maybe you give each person twenty thousand. Like I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just speculating at this point. But you give them something to say. Hey, we made a million off this deal. We had you beforehand. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give each person beforehand twenty thousand. I mean, I don't I don't know. I'm just saying, you give them something. Yeah, I give them appreciation envelope. Like, yeah, hold on. <laughs> maybe, maybe next time. Like, envelope. That's like word. the best. That's the best way. That's to, a that's a nice envelope. way to say it. For, uh, <laughs> yeah. Th- thanks for yeah. coming. That's man. the title of this of this uh, <laughs> of this pod. Appreciation. <laughs> word. <laughs> yeah. They tried but, you to know, slander me on the damn pod last time. <laughs> Hey, yeah, I am. Uh, but I, I, I am in agreement with with C. What you were saying, I was just trying to clarify. I wasn't saying not give money. Mm-hmm. I was just saying whatever type of compensation you and that person agree on. I don't know if I uh, got that out clearly or not. I'm not saying nah, don't give them money. I was just saying some type of yo, you held me down. 
So I'm gonna hold you down, even though fucking you yeah. did this shit this months ago. But you, yo, this is just off. But I think now that you. everybody know it's up in the air, like yo, they getting paid. You think niggas gonna get on some spicy shit and bring like lawyers and like y'all want my money and all that extra shit? Nah. I think that's coming. That would oh, be nasty. Thing. Yeah, niggas don't leave. But niggas they don't leave their house, house unless it's a home. bag attached to it. Some of them show oh. they in-house studios that ain't look ain't look a hundred. Like I need to get paid for that. <laughs> <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit was looking crazy. Jerry's like, got I brought a you better in in-house home. studio. I brought you in my <laughs> home. You saw my boom bat. <laughs> 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 Hey, they have many friends that are crazy. Like, for real. <laughs> it is what it is. Word, it is what it is. So look, right, switching gears. Um, um, the nigga Kevin Hart came out with a new stand-up on Netflix. Um, zero fucks given. Did all of y'all see it? All right, so I'm gonna go first, right? Yeah. I'm going to say I'm gonna go first. That I like love it. Kevin. I like it. No, don't do that. Don't yeah, true at heart, true at heart. <laughs> I love heartbeat uh, productions. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? What's that? Oh, no. Red Cup Boys? What? Fuck it's the plastic no, cup listen. boys. <laughs> I liked it. Um, I don't think it was the funniest shit, but I don't think it was whack. Um I think that it was better than his last stand-up that I saw because I turned that off. I actually thought that that was whack. I thought this <laughs> one was uh, a little, a little rawer for his standards, and I mean, I liked it. I, I liked it. Um, Gert, what do you think? I thought this shit was dope. I uh, appreciated it. I think. Uh... He, the only thing I didn't like was him uh, justifying after every, what he considered edgy joke, mm-hmm. he went and fucking tried to, you know, reverse yeah. psychology. Oh, I know, I, I know mm-hmm. I'm going to get banned for this one. I didn't like that, but I thought the jokes were good. Um, Like I, I've always said about Kevin Hart, the the specials that weren't as appealing to me mm-hmm. was him trying to gain new audiences. And I can appreciate that from a artist. I think if you like everything that someone put out, you're not really being real with yourself. Because everything that people put out ain't for you. And I like to see people try to, you know, uh, switch their shit up. And then be able to still come back and give niggas what they uh, love about them. So I think this goes up there, not as good as his top shits, but um, I I put this in the category of one of his better stand-ups, and I appreciated it. Oh, and also I want to add to your point of what you said about him justifying everything about his edgy, edgy jokes that he made. One thing that one takeaway, and maybe this is a hot take, but one takeaway that um, I got from it was Dave Chappelle really set the tone. Dave Chappelle set the tone for continuing to say whatever it is that you want to say. And I feel like 
Kevin Hart is probably the next biggest comic to come out since Dave Chappelle. Um, and I think that he's trying his hand at trying to get away with some things to be a little more edgier because all of the comedians agree, yo, it's too PC now, can't say this, can't say that. And, but they still kind of cater to that because they understand the climate that we're in. Dave Chappelle has shattered the mold by saying, I, I agree with that. I understand, but I'm just telling yeah, you, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle shattered the mold. I'm not saying that Kevin Hart is Dave Chappelle, but I'm saying that I think that he's inspired by the courage of Dave Chappelle to be that way in this climate. And I think that he tried to kind of do that in his way. So it wasn't all the way there, but I think. I but if you, but if you are inspired by the courage, that's the standard. Like, let's just say Dave Chappelle is the standard right now. Cause Dave Chappelle is the main act that came out with something. Chris Rock didn't come out with nothing. So you're next up, right? And you go next and you don't have to explain yourself after you say a joke, you let it fly and you let it live. You don't have to say that. Oh, I think my daughter is exuding whole behavior. Let it fly. Shit. We know you don't think your daughter's a hoe. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, like you just gotta let that, let it, let it run its course. So what Dave Chappelle does is Dave Chappelle says some racy stuff. Dave Chappelle does not clarify it with, oh, I know y'all gonna cancel this, or I know you're gonna do this. And that's what I agree about Gert with is because like I don't like that. I don't like the justification after you say something that can be possibly some funny stuff. Just let it live, let it lay there, let it fly. Like I love, and I always love Kevin's outfits because Kevin is fly. Like I love that. I love looking at him. I love his persona. I love his presence. He is a rock star in every sense. I love that shit. Like you, you look for that after you have seen like, and I'm a young baby, but I've seen Eddie Murphy come on stage. After you've seen Eddie come on stage and his fly stuff, you look for other comedians in their fly stuff or, or to start a trend of things. And so you look for that. I, I seen Kevin, he looked good. He sound good. This was funnier than the last standup, but as far as clarifying things and trying to um, make sure that things were PC, I kind of fell back on that. I didn't like that. So if, if Dave Chappelle is a standard and if I'm saying this, let it live and let it go. That's all I'm saying. You see, you like big sneakers? I like who? Big sneakers. Hell no, I don't like those damn big sneakers. <laughs> Skinny jeans and big sneakers turn me off. <laughs> But now wait, real, real quick. Uh, I don't think Dave Chappelle niggas is following Dave Chappelle at all. I don't think comedians follow each other. I think they all speak on what time period we in. And to to say that Dave Chappelle is the yeah, mole, he's a hell of a unfair. I don't say he's I'm, not, I, I'm not. I, talking, I was talking I, about I'm Jerry. Say, I'm saying that Dave Chappelle it. it specifically on having the courage to not give a fuck about what you say and whatever the potential backlash may be in this PC climate. He's, I would say him and probably Bill Burr, but Dave Chappelle is black. That's why I didn't, that's why I didn't want to mention him. As a black comedian, but whatever, comedians in general, Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, they're the only two that are, that say whatever the hell they want in this PC climate. And for Kev, I would disagree. Louis I wouldn't K. say that they are the only well, ones. I well, would say they are the ones that you do. You said the ones that I what? 
they're the ones that you look at that you view. I wouldn't say that they're the only ones. Right, Jersey. Because they're not the only ones. They're all speaking. Because Corey Holcomb mm-hmm. says things. Yeah. But, 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 they, but they're but, all but, speaking. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, like, I'm, not, I'm not. I mean, all right. I understand what you're saying. I just disagree with you. All right, that's cool. That's cool. No, that's cool. <laughs> as long as you understand what I'm saying. But, but Keith, so what did you think about the, the, the Kevin Hart stand up? Shit was ass. And I say that because the title alone had me like, oh shit, nigga about to go ham. That title should oh <laughs> that title should be given to what Dave Chappelle did. That short, yeah. that little short stand up he did when he was born. That time, what was that? The little short little and what yeah, and what and what, uh, and what yeah and what and what cat did that little short shit what he did with the um the wig. Yeah. That's yeah. no fucks given. Can you, no, you can't call it. it I, yeah. No, no, I understand. I watched no it. Given. Yeah, I watched it and and it was over and I told Sean, I'm like, this shit can't be done. No way. This was an hour. I was like, I didn't even get, I didn't even get ready to start laughing yet. Like, yeah, I did. And I, and I keep hearing y'all say it wasn't funnier like the last eight. This shit's supposed to be funnier than the last. Like, I, I wasn't getting jiggy with it. I no, like, I think it was funnier than the last. I, I like the creative shit in the house mm-hmm. and da, 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 but it wasn't funny at all. And I'm like, damn, why son keep watering down the jokes? Like, every time he says joke, he like, oh, no, no. I'm like, Damn, what the fuck, nigga? Like, stop doing that. And it just kept going and going. Every joke, every joke. I'm like, I'm over this shit, yo. I'm over it. Like, he was making me mad with that, yo. I don't think he like his comedy. Nah, I do. I was, I do. I was like, yo, this shit about to be hilarious. Those no fucks give. I'm like, I bet. Like, and <laughs> he let me down. Like, I, he let me down. Like, he let me down. Okay. Like, I was no, but I, I agree because to y'all's point about him have, having to having to uh, justify every joke. That like, was heavy, yo. That was heavy. I, I think that was no hands. Point. Grab, like, what the fuck? No hands. No, when he, he said about the joke with um the handicapped oh, people. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes you just gotta let shit lay. Like you, you, you say what you say, and you just let it lie, and you just leave it there. And you let it resonate with people, and people will gravitate to it however they see fit. I think he still cares because we have they, to understand that Kevin Hart is a Hollywood star. Yeah, exactly. And he got spot. He got he's sponsors, and and he's, he's, he's not bigger. that nigga's an international star. He's a machine. Yeah, and that's what he basically said. He's a machine. So what he says affects him, not only his family, it affects like five to ten more so families So why say it? Why, why say it and then name your, your, the title of it, No Fucks Given, when you give a fuck? Because at the end of the day, you do, oh. you do no, say I'm with you, it because I'm with you care. Care. Don't call it that. Don't call it that if Yo, you're not going to just let level, everything block. No, your level of No Fucks Given and my level of No Fucks it's Given different. is different. Exactly. was No Fucks Given. Like, Thank you. We don't, Thank you. We don't have the I agree, same. Gert. It's different. We don't have the same no fucks given. I don't know what he we said. What he said with no fucks given to me. I was like, I thought he was like, I'm fucked. No, but for him, for him in his world, that was no fucks given. If that was really at that nigga's house, if, if that shit was really taped at his house, you think that nigga got the same no fucks as you? I would do that. If you could do a fucking a comedy show in your living room, I, I don't think I got the same no fucks as the, as the nigga that could put on a comedy show in his living room. I I might have a little bit no 
I'm gonna have a little bit more no fucks than that nigga gonna have. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta judge people off them and their own fucking world, not what you would have did if you was in that position. Like that nigga's a big fucking deal. That nigga's a big deal, and it it it, it it's. I agree. You know what's I crazy? Was be the I was product telling, of no fucks given. I don't know, man. But I was telling a nigga this earlier, right? As as fucking people, this shit really pisses me off about. I want to say our culture, but I think it's American culture in general. Nobody likes a winner. Everybody just likes the person trying to get to the win. Once you get to the win, niggas throw you away. Like Floyd Mayweather, Jay-Z, Kevin Hart, all of these niggas, when they was on their way up, everybody loved them and championed them. And then once they get to the top, you got niggas who start to hate on them. And it's like, they're at it. Like Bean said the illest shit, like, they say, yo, with Hove, I knew Hove couldn't take us with him. I never expected him to take us with him. We fucking Muslims from Philadelphia with beards and bandanas. We can't go sit in corporate offices with him. That's something that he has to do by himself. That's the space he put himself in. He said, but I just didn't like how he treated us in the process, but I never expected to go there with him. And it, it, it just, it just Jay Z is a different story, but, though. We can't. No, even with, with, with niggas who hate on Hove, it's like I, I don't understand how you can hate great. Like the nigga that made it. It's not that you hate on greatness, it's just that you, you kind of like appreciate the people that got him there. Like Biggs and, and Dame got him there. It wasn't just so much of a solo act. You appreciate the camaraderie and the people who got him in the position to know his worth. And then he he kind of like- That's the exit. Uh, accelerated oh. that and like took that to like but, the 10th but, power. It's not so much that, it's just so much as he was the act and these people around him knew see, business. That's, but, like, and I'm not even saying it, like Dame, Dame, like when he said Dame means millions, Beans made millions, like, like everybody made millions around him because you were in that movement. And my thing with Jay-Z is I love Jay-Z. Jay-Z is the king of rap. I would never like say that he was not great at his craft, but his business practices are not something that I would model. You, but, but, but so do you believe Jay-Z? Just because of my friends and my friendship and everything. Like, you know, like when you guys ask me these questions, like, oh, okay, would you do this? Or would you do that? If they offered you the bag, they offered him the bag yeah, he and took he that. cut ties with certain people. No, but, but yeah, see, it's shit that. that happened that you're not privy to. Right? We don't know about, so, yeah. But, I don't, but I don't here's the thing, it. right? Do you believe Jay-Z was a successful drug dealer prior to rap? Mm-hmm. The people around him. <laughs> no, I believe that he was well known. I don't believe that half of these niggas sold drugs. I don't believe that seventeen five was what Jesus was getting because that's some low <laughs> shit. You can't even get that now. And this is it's a recession. Yo, you Everybody gotta, right? Yo, you see, we don't need to know all that info. Jersey Key, do y'all believe Jay Z was a successful drug dealer prior to rap? I do, hundred uh, percent. What you mean, getting it? How he saying he was getting it? Yeah. 
I, I, I believe that he was getting it. And I think that the people around him was also getting it. And that's the lifestyle that they were living. I believe that. I, I, oh, think, he, it, I think he was it, around it, it. He got the pass. Like, yeah, he getting it too. I think nah, he was around I'm, it. Nah. He knew I don't, how to, you 19 I don't think, with a half a mil? like around it and he knew how to put it in lyrics. But hit, hit, so nah, I, if, if, Jers, just before you go. 17.5. For you For you to not believe Jay-Z was a successful <laughs> drug dealer. And he got to a billion, and I, I don't believe you can get to a billion and not be good your whole life. That's like what I, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Personally, I, I don't think it's no way. You mean be good? Uh, like how? What you talking about? Huh? You gotta know. You gotta really know what the fuck you're doing. You gotta know to what you're doing. Is what they're niggas and using niggas. Well, it's all, it's, 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 it's that's what he did with the rock. That's what he did with the rock. So, so no, no, but you look at like we look at, I if think I, we look at. Do you believe he was a moving the industry? Like we do. Sir, do you believe he was a Yes. Okay. Yes, I think it's no way he gets to where he at without him so being. So he lost the 92 right. bricks? I believe no. that. I believe that there's no it's way. It's a loss. You could take a loss if you were 92 bricks. If you, it's not even about. I'm. I'm saying. No. No. He. 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 He clarified that in the. Um. In the freestyle he did when he was freestyling about Nipsey at one of his shows. Uh, I forgot how many he said it actually was, but he said it wasn't literally ninety two, but it was a lot, and he did get it back in four days. Three. Two and a half. <laughs> no. 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 It might have been like twenty or something like that, or fifteen or twenty or something like well, that. And, but. And, 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 and you know, like when you say, when you say like the nigga did bad business. You don't think this so? is a whole nother this shit is a whole nother like podcast a whole yeah. nother show yeah. on this. Yeah, that's I, I just want to say as people, right? We don't really mm-hmm. I, I think we have the wrong idea on relationships. I think we look at relationships mm. as long term and every relationship in your life is meant no. to be long term. So no, because if you can't grow with me, then it ain't no fucking point. Like, I get... Right, and I like, think you're looking at the relationship it. the wrong way. I may not be able to grow with you. You're C on path A, and I might be Danelle on path B. So everybody We're our fucking paths. <laughs> but I've been there. But, like, like, like at the end of the day, I've been there with, with, with certain women to where it's though, like, yo, we may have not grown together, but we like not to be cliche, but we gonna ride together. Like we may not be on the same path, but we share the same. If you my friend, if you somebody that I bring into an organization or to make money with, like we on the same path, we on a get money path or whatever. It's been times to where as though I've got a friend a job, she like messed up the job and she then tricked off the money. And I said, I'm never getting you a job again. But it's been a time where I've got a woman a job and she's been responsible. She's been better at that job than I have. And she's been more attentive than I have because I recommended her for this position. My thing is, as a person that is in that position as Jig-Z, there is no way. And even I say the same thing about Jeezy. There is no way that everybody that you even banged with is saying negative things about you and they're saying the same things and they cannot it's not be true. everybody though. 
Yeah, that's it's not, not everybody. It's Nobody not everybody from Brooklyn says anything bad about Jay Z. It's not Jay-Z. everybody with Jay Z. Like I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it's not everybody with Jay Z. But it's a couple people, and it's a couple people with Jeezy. No, it's more everybody. Like, it's more things, everybody with Jeezy than than Hov. Well, then then Jay Z. I say that like, because of what Jay, because of where Jeezy started with. It's more people with Jeezy than Jay Z. I'll give you that, Jersey. But I'm just saying, if everybody's saying the same thing, sometimes you got to take a look in the reflection and see. But what if no, what, but we don't know. You can't just blame everything on everybody else. We don't specifically else. know what the common denominator is. We know what the common denominator is being said oh. to be from these people, but we don't actually know what the real common denominator is because it may actually be one common theme with everybody, but that common theme may not it necessarily may. be one that's a compromising one it just may only be that from the person who or the people who were compromised but it may be a compromising one with everyone you don't know because you have to do some self-reflection like at the end of the day everybody cannot say that this is the problem with that i have with this person because even with with jeezy he said coach k he said t he said uh freddie gibbs he said 50 he said about five niggas or one five, whatever the mm. hell that nigga's name was in the song. He said all these people. And my thing is like, you've done all these things to different people, but like, come on. Like, and even with Jay, like not to say that, I don't know if Dame is crazy. Dame seemed crazy, but Dame seemed logical. Me, so I don't know. Yeah, but if you look at Biggs, yeah. Biggs played the e- You look at Biggs, you look know. at, um, what's the face too, but- Emery. You look at Emery and you look at Biggs. Those niggas made a name for themselves. And them niggas, like, was able to substantiate their careers and do whatever they had to do in their lane and still be affiliated with Hope. But they didn't So I'm not out. saying that. And they did. That's what I'm saying. They were able to substantiate their relationship the only with one Hope that's not in and the still round. do other oh, things. That should look crazy. When you see Dame... And basically, it's, it's weird. Yeah, like, you don't know. Fuckers, but we're we old. don't know. Uh, Biggs is with Jay. I know, but different parties is crazy. I'm like, damn. But but you could be in the middle, right? I can still be cool with you. Ass cool with Gert, <laughs> but you might not rock with Gert. Like we can, that can be. So I can be the middleman that still fucks with both of y'all, but Gert don't fuck with you, but I still fuck with you. And you know what I'm saying? Well, like, you used to seeing that it, energy when they all together like that. I was like. Why you still can't mem- like mend that shit with your with your whole problem over there? But we don't know. We don't know. Like it'd be nice to see though. We'll find out one day. Versus one versus day we will Jay find versus out. Dame. A sit down. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but look, right, real quick, because I, I I do I do want to wrap this up. Jay versus Rockefeller. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, smoke the niggas rock. <laughs> Beans gonna come with that voice and tear shit up. Hey, yo, nigga said uh, Kanye versus Drake versus uh, uh, be crazy. That'll probably be the biggest one ever in history. And I, I got ready to dismiss that. it as if Drake a smoke yay. And then I had to catch myself and say, whoa, That Dark whoa, Fantasy whoa. album, boy. That shit is... Oh, well, no. Yeah. But, Graduation. But no, Kanye can play shit he produced, too. Yeah, Kanye's different. Everything he's before different. that. Kanye's different. <laughs> Crazier. No, he's different. He's different. No, that would that would be the greatest versus of all time and biggest, but greatest of all time. I there isn't a better matchup than that because I don't think you get two more evenly huge super mega stars than that in the verse. You don't think Drake produced anything? 
No, nah, nah. but he got fucking 40 hits. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Drake is Drake. We ain't got to talk about that. Like, Drake is Drake. Like, because even with Hov, there's nobody that you can really evenly put up to Hov. Like, it would have to be a Ye or a Drake, but it's not as it's J- not as entertaining, I don't think. I think Ye and Drake is definitely way more. It's better. I think about, it's better. They about, gave us more about, party music. They gave us more feel-good music. Like, what about Jay versus that Drake? That should be crazy. That should be crazy. That shit would be amazing. But um, we could talk about. We've been talking about verses for like ever. <laughs> um, I want to fucking end this shit. But um, I did want to ask y'all, right? Because with Thanksgiving coming up, are y'all doing like a big? Y'all doing the big family thing, or y'all keeping it small? Real small in the house. My this year. Were, were, yeah. Shit getting too real up here. This COVID shit kicking up again, bro. Like I know a couple people. They hit me like, "Yo, I had that shit." I'm like, "Damn." Now it's really it's it's touching people. You you mingle like, <laughs> yeah. So you know how that shit go then. I wasn't gonna go public on the pod, but I had that shit. That shit's nuts, man. You was good. Yeah, word. I'm tough. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, I'm tough." No, it's not about you being yeah, I'm Are tough. Are you okay? Bro. I get COVID every day, B. I'm tough. I'll be all right. Thanks. Uh, and y'all ain't even know it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. My mom might have it because she came in contact with someone and she has a, um, my mom already has a lot of stuff going on with her and she had a lot of things in the past, whatever, but it's it's really touchy. I don't yeah, want to yeah. talk about it, but that's sad. Or, um, well, look, I encourage on that note everybody to just be safe. Um, so no friends giving. And just in, I mean, be safe, man. Like I, I feel like I feel like it's no reason to be thirsty. Like nobody's saying lock yourself, bunker down in a room by yourself. <laughs> be you know thirsty, but it's no reason to be thirsty. Not the it's cranberry no juice. To, it's no reason to be like it's no reason to be nerfy like you know that's the cranberry yo any of y'all watching the tyson roy jones fight i'm gonna watch and second question did y'all know nate robinson was on the undercard no way. First of all, I need y'all to stream that because I'm not paying for it. And That's real. All, hell no. Why the fuck yeah. is Nate Robinson? I'm watching the damn shit. Y'all, y'all crazy. Nate Robinson y'all about, on the undercard. Y'all want to talk about entertainment? Stream it. I am. Who said I was paying? I said I'm watching. All right. Stream. Thank you. Because the stream is for me. Over there. Stream it for me. Huh? You ain't got the flim flam over there. <laughs> What's the flim flam? Uh, What's no. that? I got nah, I know. Sure What's I that? The burner card? Before I answer it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll put that yeah. on. The burner stick? Yeah. Oh, the, the hot, hot spot. The, 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 the <laughs> Oh, you even know it? <laughs> yeah. I'll I put y'all on over there. How to unlock that. I need those spices. With all of that being said, um, you know, as always, tell a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything hey, Rico. What is this? I like this. Rico music. Rico music. Rico music.